1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, January 21st, 2023. I am your... Very chirpy host this week, and Vaughn, And with me, as always, is Gordo.
2: Hello. How you doing? You all right? Are you well? You're obviously bought by a result. So
1: I am great. A lot of a lot of good things happened, um, sports betting wise this weekend. it could have been better, and I'm sure we'll get on to that, but you can't grumble. Overall, it was it was very, very good. Um, and joining us again this week, Trample Beck co host, regular Guest, Mr. Joy Slenzak. How you doing, Joy?
0: Hey guys. I'm doing pretty well. Bit of a tough week last week, but uh we're looking to bounce back this week.
1: You think so? Uh yeah, I think overall it was overall it was very good. You, you got incredibly unlucky at one point. Um and I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll get to that momentarily. Uh but I see you there in your Manchester United shirt. Things are looking up, Joey.
0: Absolutely.
1: This, uh, yeah. I saw yeah, that post was definitely
0: Definitely one of the big highlights of the weekend for me. Um, yeah. Had to show some love uh, for my boys. And more than anything, I'm wearing my Marcus Rashford jersey <laughs> specifically uh, because that lad is just something special. And I love seeing him playing in this form. And it looks like he's really starting to have fun on the pitch again. And that's everything.
1: Yeah. Just the atmosphere around Manchester United is, is very different. To how it's been recently, um, things <laughs> are on the up, and I saw a post from Betfair saying that over fifty percent of the bets they took on the outright English Premier League market last week were on Man United, at something like fourteen to one. I mean, oh, I yeah. wouldn't be doing that; it's mental. I'm all in on the Arsenal, all in on the Arsenal train this year, but uh, but yeah, you can see you could see that people are noticing the the uptick in form and starting to believe again, which has been one of one of the problems in Manchester for the red half of the city. Anyway, we had a we had a week last week. This is the third show of the year. We will, as we always do, go back and recap what happened last week across each of the twelve picks that we made in the main section of the show. Uh, before then, getting delving right into this week's action. So to kick us off, my banker bet in Belgium, the Jupiler Pro League, and Genk are featuring a lot because they just keep winning. Um, and they won again at the weekend with a 1-0 win against Varagem. An early goal in the 10th minute, and then they just went and saw this out. So my banker came in at odds of 1-4. to
2: My banker was like 10 minutes ago. Uh, this was Karith uh, versus <laughs> versus Elche. Uh, I'd taken Karith or draw, and uh, it came in as a draw. I'd actually backed Karith uh, outright Hunter's, like, with a lots of different uh accumulators that were that were meant to be coming in on, on Monday night. So I was a bit gutted, actually when they ended up drawing the game. Um they'd done pretty well to be honest. Um it was an even game. You just know they actually they've got a, a fun fact about them this season was they'd scored the least amount of first half goals in La Liga. So they so I was very surprised when I got a notification eight minutes in and they were one nil up. Uh so I was I was hope I was Thought I would have to wait to the second half for that. But anyway, one each, came in, ended up going off about one to five. Um, so uh, I had it about one to four, one to three. It drifted. People are noticing how bad Elche are. Uh, which, well, so that was the last one. So one of the picks in the actual weekend. Joey, that was your <laughs> banker.
0: Yeah, my banker was on Saturday. Um, I had Brentford to win over Bournemouth, and I'd say that was pretty comfortable. Ivan Tony took the lead in the 39th minute off a of penalty. and then. Uh, Jensen saw second goal for them and they ended up winning 2-0. Uh, Bournemouth really didn't offer too much threat for the first half, certainly, and then game just kind of played out and it was comfortable. And that was at 1-6, to six, or 1.6, 2-3, uh, I think. Right about 2-3. to Big three.
2: price for a banker as well, it was.
1: For some reason, Joey, obviously we use fractional odds over here and usually it's the lowest possible fraction but you never hear anyone say
0: two to three; it's always four to six. Don't know why. I, I've definitely heard you guys tell me that more than once before.
1: <laughs> Makes no real sense uh, as to why we always like get our fraction right down to its simplest terms, apart from two to three, which is just always four to six. But really high odds for a banker, and that meant the banker treble came in at odds of one point four two to one. So pretty decent um, if you had a little whack on the banker treble sailed in this week. Um, And nice to see, Joey, you were in a league that had the early payout offer as well. So absolutely no sweat in that game.
0: That was definitely a nice little touch.
1: (laughs) Yeah. On to the value picks. And I was in the Belgian Jupiler Pro League again for Eupen versus St. Truden. And I just really fancied the away win. I backed St. Truden the week before and and got a bit unlucky um, when they were in my outsider slot. But I really fancied them this week. And they went on and and they won the game comfortably 2-0. Um, things were just... It went exactly like I thought it would. So a 13 to 10 value slot winner.
2: This is where the pain starts for me a bit. Uh, my value was Pisa versus Citadella. Uh, Pisa managed to lose their first match in 14 straight uh, wins or draws, which was which was nice of them. Um, this... Well, the game did not play out the way I was hoping. They were 2-0 down at half time. So the Sierra is now a, an early payout league. So if you backed Citadella you get paid out early now that's not how you want to start the value they got back into the game in the second half but not enough to to make to them really they did a few shots in target but really disappointed there because they were on some kind of stunning form up until then and Citadel are still in the relegation zone you know they're, they're, they're what, four points off what bottom um, but a, a good win for them I guess but uh, I'll, I'll be staying away from Pisa for a little bit uh, at the moment so value no for me uh, never back the Italian early kickoff. <laughs> Is that not the, <laughs> it was the I think all of them at 1 o'clock unfortunately. So Joey, what did you have on the value area?
0: Yeah, so my uh, value slot was I, I'll say it was probably my worst shout, but I we can speculate all we want about what could have played out but I had Umrania score, uh to beat Istanbul uh just shy of even money and Umrania actually got a penalty in the 12th minute but of course that was missed um, and then there was actually a second penalty later in, I think, the 20-ish minute, um, but that ended up getting got called back by VAR for simulation. But ultimately what ended up happening is Istanbul Sport, or Istanbul Sport set up and they tried to play on the counter and it worked to a perfection. Um, in the first half, they had two goals on four shot attempts and two shots on target. And the fun stat for the entire game as a whole, because it's not like 2-0, you look at that and Oh, and Rani just kind of rolled over and died. But Ronnie Spore actually had 70% of the possession for the entire game, and they had 27 goal attempts. But only That's six of those were on target. And so that it's ultimately six on target. Being the key factor.
1: Six on target is still a lot. But you, you look at the stats for, for most football games, a, a team getting six shots on target isn't that common. You know, yeah. that, that's the keeper pulled off six saves um, and of course the way that you, you explained the game there playing on the counter attack is all well and good if you don't concede an early goal and it seemed like they almost should have so a bit unlucky there Joey I'd say overall um, and just one, of one of, <laughs> yeah, one of one of three one of three value picks in um, which took us on to the outsider and we did say last week that this has been our sort of most profitable area of the show in recent weeks. And we only went and did it again and it was an exact heartbreaking replica of the week before. Um, my outsider was in the English Premier League, Nottingham Forest at home to Leicester. Just didn't see why Forest were priced at 7-4 to four against a very, very poor Leicester team just now. Um, and Forest went ahead and won 2-0 with both goals coming in the second half. So my outsider sailed in. Um, it almost two to one.
2: I'll I'll preface my pick by saying uh, we are not in any way sponsored by Bet three six five, but I would like <laughs> to thank them for the money they made me at the weekend. So, uh, yeah, my outsider was five to one. Uh, this was Lecce versus AC Milan. Uh, uh, Lecce went up two nil. It was 2 each draw. Um, thus, she got paid out uh, if you were if you were betting with three six five. And um, I, I mean. Was delighted with that, but unfortunately, the game ended a two each draw, so it doesn't count as a full on win. Uh, you know, some people got returns on it. I certainly got my returns on it,
1: but it counted for me because um, I I back all the games as a say, and I was wondering why the hell I was getting a payout notification at that time because I was like, Gordon's games only just kicked off.
2: <laughs> no, minutes. an early t- <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So 20, 20, not even half an hour in to let JC Milan in a five to one shot had already paid out brilliant so I was dead chuffed with it but a bit disappointed obviously because we
2: didn't we didn't quite see the game out but AC Milan dropping points is good for the Napoli charge anyway uh, so they are Napoli are now nine clear on the back of that so um, yeah uh, Lecce sort of came in if Dave I'm sure he will be listening but uh, Dave I'd like to claim this is a Dave outsider in here in and <laughs> uh, it landed purely thanks to Bet365 but yeah so five to one there hope, hope you boys got on so Joey How did the heartbreak unfold, my good man?
0: Yeah, so while I'm pretty hard done with myself for uh, that value pick, this was true heartbreak in every sense of it. And I'm hoping what happened is I just ended up stealing all of Andy's bad luck with those late stoppage time uh, ruiners. (laughs) And I'll take one for the team this week. (laughs) um, Because we all know what ended up happening um, as a result of that. But I had Konyaspor and Besiktas, and I really loved a draw. Um and it wasn't exactly how I drew it up, but it more or less played out exactly as we had expected with Konya Sport getting a first minute own goal. That was the part I wasn't expecting. Um, but then they kind of held on, they buckled in, they kept that one-nil lead into halftime, and then Chunk Tosin got the equalizer in the 67th minute, and things really started to open up after that. Honestly, both teams could have scored another goal themselves, and it was poised for that one-one draw. And then, sure enough, at the literal death of it, the last whistle, last kick of the game, um, Joseph, um, that also is a bit ironic as well, um, <laughs> done in by my own namesake. But, uh, yeah, he ended up breaking into a great space inside the box, and it was a great passing play. I was able to watch uh, all of that game, or at least most of that second half after the United City Derby. Um, and, yeah, it was a tough way to go, but more or less it played out exactly as I was expecting. And unfortunately it wasn't the Schickdust equalizing for 2-2, two, two, um, but in fact them to win 2-1. Yeah,
1: re- really unfortunate because it's the exact carbon copy of last week, albeit it was my game that come undone, but it was the first one. It was the first one of the three killed at the very death. And then the other two just sail in behind it. So I always backed them as a Trixie um, Two pound 50 Trixie obviously is four bets and costs a tenner in total. Uh, and only one of them came in, the double between me and Gordon, and that still returned over 40 quid. So we were we were seconds away from hundreds. Yeah, but still a, return. But, still know, a good yeah. return. And we are still hitting outsiders all over the shop. So let's do it again this week. We will get three out of three, but like you cannot be closer. I thought we couldn't have been closer than a week ago and we managed to be closer. Um, deep, deep in his stoppage time. <laughs> On to the charity pick, then. And I backed it this week um, after letting the side pass. I'm glad to say that this week I ensured I got the charity pick in a good shout over even money for an Arsenal win away at Tottenham, odds of six to five. And with bet 365 early payout rules, this had paid out after 36 minutes when Arsenal went 2 0 up. Uh, in a game that they held on to win 2-0. So pretty, pretty comfortable.
2: Yeah, they, they were fantastic, Arsenal. They played, they played they well off the pitch. Um, do you know who didn't play uh, each other off the pitch? Uh, Rio Ave. Um, this is Get out game. of that league, man. So just, have, just just like, like more what? Portuguese picks this week, which is great. Um, yeah, Pacos Ferreira, uh, Rio Ave versus Pacos Ferreira. So Pacos Ferreira, the worst team in the league um, who'd done me in the previous week. Uh, I backed against again. Uh, they decided to go out in a 1 0 away in five 5 2 odds for them. Uh, yeah, I'd taken Rio Ave at just, just over even money at home. Oh, the game was so fresh. I watched it as well on Bet365 irritating little player thing where it's like, yeah, the, slightly behind the whole, you get notifications before if goals go it's in. It's
1: slightly behind the live odds as well. Yeah. And that displays on the same screen, so that's really annoying. <laughs> Very frustrating. So,
2: yeah, the, there was 11 yellow cards in this game. Um, oh. So it was, well, it was well fought. Rio Avi had much more of the ball. Basically, what happened with Joey's game as well, it was like 70% possession, 16 goal attempts, 6 shots in target. Um... You know, there was just tons of fouls in this game. If you backed it, it was well backing over yellow cards in this game as opposed to anything actually that, that happened in it. But yeah, I didn't get my charity in and as a result I'll be backing it next week, which is fine. That's sick at the baton can be passed, but yeah, no more Portugal for a while. Um Joey, how did your charity go?
0: Yeah, so for my charity pick I liked uh Fati Kyrogomrook. Um to score over one and a half goals to score two or more goals. And it took a lot longer than I was expecting in the sense that there wasn't a first half goal, but I think it more than sailed in comfortably. And it unfortunately didn't come in for the full win um, as they went up 2 one in the 61st, 61st minute from a Fabio Barini goal, who has just been sensational for them. And it's also a really good thing that I didn't keep them in my outsider slot. Like I was initially trying to, because shock, shock, surprise, surprise, we had another stoppage time equalizer, um, and this time it was uh, Kasim Pasha scoring in the 90 plus 10th minute oh, to level that things would, at 2-2. sucked. That so yeah. yeah, the way I'm looking at it, I couldn't have won with either of my outsider picks that I would have gone with, so I'm glad it was unfortunately Heart stoppage rate. time, heartbreak, Heart rather than both. just losing it outright. Oh.
1: Heartbreak both times, Joey. And my my pick from you'll have heard me discuss in the middle section in the game that I was at at the weekend. Dundee United were nine to two to beat Hibbs, and of course we sold the jerseys deep deep into stoppage time to draw that match to all, um, totally of our own doing. We say, instead of just killing the game off, we we don't have any confidence and sat back for the for the whole second half after having a two-one half-time lead, and that that lasted until the ninety-fourth minute. And then it went two all, and the game ended. So I managed to avoid that from the from the main picks. So I think we all had our share of bad luck in there. Uh, But despite that, it was a really good week with eight out of twelve overall coming in, which is pretty good. The banker treble came in. That was the thing that we're you know pride ourselves on most. Interested, and we got a return on the outsider Trixie. Uh and I went perfect four of four uh with for sixteen and a half to one if you can if you combined my picks. So can't grumble. Really good. And we were that close to being really, really good. Um, you know, just a few just a few seconds, um, and we could have could have had even more returns. But it bodes well for this week. Those of you that are Members of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon, you will now get the middle section I just referred to. Um, this show is released as a video podcast, and you can, you can see us all, as well as instead of the advert that will come up on your normal support Social Podcast Network channel, you'll now get the middle section and get to hear us talk about the picks for the weekend coming up that we like but didn't make the show, or just other things that we find interesting ahead of this weekend. So a little bit of extra content for everyone that supports the show on Patreon and also if you're a patron member you get the cheat sheet so that's all the picks from this week's podcast written down so you don't have to remember the ones you like or take any notes as we go along so we're heading to that middle section now everyone else you'll get a short ad break and we shall see you in a couple of minutes cheers
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW report void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, January 21st, 2023. Myself, Gordo, and Joey taking you through Each of our picks, bankers, values, outsiders, and then rounding off with a pick from each of us for the charity treble that this week Gordon will be backing and hopefully we get three out of three and we have some money to give to charity next weekend. So starting with the bankers, we hit the banker treble last week. Let's do it again this week. And I'm starting nice and early. Friday evening at 7 45 p.m. UK time in the Belgian top flight. So the Triple R Pro League for Eupen versus Genk. And the away win here for Genk, who just continue to win, is four to eleven. So just around one to three. Um I the, the business for me in the banker slot last weekend. I'm sticking with them again this week, this time away at Eupen, who I actually successfully backed against in my value slot last week. So this is kind of both worlds colliding very nicely. Uh, Genk remain top of the table. They've got a seven-point lead over second-place Royal Union. They've managed 52 points from 20 matches that this season. That's incredible. They've only dropped eight points in the entire campaign so far. Youpin are in 14th place. It's an 18-team league. They've got 19 points from their 20 matches, so very different to 52. 19 is a lot less you uh, have also gained less points at home than they have away from home this campaign. Managed only nine points at home this whole season, which which is not good. Um, and Genk have taken 21 points from nine matches on the road. So them being the away team is of absolutely no concern here. been are, are are bad at home. Genk have also won both times the sides have met last year uh, in 2022. They won 4-2 and 0 Albeit both of them were home matches for Genk, but as I say, I'm not particularly concerned about them being the away team. The last five matches between the sides, four victories from Genk and one for Uppen, so sort of form form favours them. And with the way this season is going for both teams, I think it should be a relatively easy away from home win for Genk. At pretty good banker odds of four to eleven.
2: Nice one. Uh, it does seem good in there. I I, I did look at that pick, uh, but was waiting for tonight's result uh, in the in the Genk game. Um, yeah, I'll I'll rattle right through my banker here because there is not much to say about it. Uh, Salernitana versus Napoli. I'm taking Napoli away three to ten. Salernitana lost eight two to Atalanta midweek, and they were five one down at halftime. I mean, Napoli are better than Atalanta. <laughs> <laughs> how much more can you add really the last time anything happened between these teams that didn't result in a positive result for napoli was 2004 both teams were in Sierra b so that's and and that was 5 games back um napoli are far too much just now salernitano are not in good shape you will get napoli at 3 to 10 2 to 7 3 to 10 across the bookies so napoli away 5 pm
0: Joey, what we got? Yeah, so for my first pick of the weekend, I'm going to, well, <laughs> it's not actually the first pick chronologically, but it'll be my first pick for the show. Um, I'll be back in Turkey with my banker, and I like Besiktas, both teams to score. Um, fifth place Besiktas are traveling to eighth place Kayseri score, and that's on Sunday at 1 p.m. And so the key here for me is going to be the home and away splits with Kayseri averaging 1.9 goals scored per home game versus 1.2 scored away from home, while the are averaging 1.6 goals conceded away versus 0.9 conceded at home. Um, Kaisers 4 have seen, nine, have seen both teams to score in nine of their last 10 league matches and nine of the last 11 home matches, all comps, and have only been held scoreless in once in their last 20 home matches dating back to last season. The have only kept three clean sheets in their last 15 overall, but all three of those were at home, and they've seen both teams to score in seven of their last eight away matches this season. Um, not going to play with a side, not going to play with the total. Um, I just think both sides are in good enough form, especially playing at home and away. And I love getting 1.6 for that or um, three to five.
1: It's, that's that's huge it's five to eight on bet at 365 just now which is which is a really high price for for a banker bet and the reasoning you've given there is spot on so very very confident if you fancied us to hit the banker treble again so that's genk Napoli and then both teams to score in the Kaiser sport versus Besiktas game that works out at 1.88 to one which is certainly good enough to have a to have a little dabble on that so three good banker picks on to the value picks, so we up the odds a little here. Um, they're usually around, somewhere around even money, and we where we think that the odds of it coming in is more likely. Than what the bookies based up, um, and I'm in the English Premier League on Saturday at five thirty PM. So the game will be on TV. It's Crystal Palace versus Newcastle, and Newcastle have been a bit of a surprise package this season because they have performed well above most people's expectations. Despite the cash injection, they seem to have turned it around very quickly. Um, After 19 games, they're third in the table with 38 points currently. Palace find themselves back in 12th place with 22 points from 18 matches. But there's a big mismatch in form here. Newcastle have taken 11 points from the last five games while Palace have only taken three points and that was a 2-0 win against a Bournemouth team that are really, really struggling. Um, <clears throat> since in Palace have lost their last three games straight that was against Tottenham, Southampton and Chelsea and both the Tottenham and Southampton games were at home so they're, they're losing home games in recent head-to-heads there hasn't been much between the teams um, and Gordon was talking about this in the middle section that the only thing he didn't like about a potential pick he had was recent head-to-head matches and the same could probably be said here but Newcastle are such a better side this season than they were when when looking at those games, and they should have enough to pick up a victory here against a team that's really struggling for form. And you're getting around even money for the Newcastle win at bet three six five. Just now it's ten to eleven, and I like that price, so that's my value pick for the weekend. Newcastle away at Palace at ten to eleven.
2: Nice one. Okay, okay. Well, mine's is at seven pm, so I am actually moving in chronological order uh, through my picks. But the the last two are mixed up with my my charity being before my my outsider. Um, I'm taking to a league I'm not generally in, the Eredivisie. Divisi. Uh, this is round 17, and I am taking Sparta-Rotterdam away at Cambour. So why, would be your question, and, and why are you talking about these teams that 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 you know would feature only in a FIFA career of a degenerate? Um, so let me talk about it. Cambour at home have been absolutely awful. They've taken three points from eight games. They're the worst home team in the league. Um, they've scored three goals at home in eight games and conceded 12. Um, Sparta-Rotterdam are all right away from home. They're smack bang in the middle. They've taken nine points from seven games, scoring eight, conceding eight. Um, Sparta-Rotterdam have had some good results in their last few weeks. They In their previous, their last game, they beat Excelsior 1-0. Late goal in there, so I'd be happy with another one of that. But they beat Excelsior 1-0. Um, they then need they a nil-nil draw with PSV in there, who, if you check the standings at the moment, overall are in fourth. So they're a decent team. But Sparta-Rotterdam are not far behind. In sixth place at the moment, 28 points from their games. Cambour are in 16th. Uh, sorry, Cambour are in 18th. 16 games played, nine points. They're not good. They're the worst team in this league. Uh, I know I was burnt by a very similar Pacos-Ferrera-based pick last week. But you know, it's not Portugal anymore. We're 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 straight into Holland here. Um but yeah, the head to heads between the two of them, if you look at them, it generally favors the home team. Um and, and Cambour are the home team here, so you, you would be annoyed by that. If you look at how they've performed in the last few years, these are teams that have been around each other in the league. Um they've been pretty similar in there. If you look at Sparta Rotterdam's last couple of games, like six to ten games back, they've played all the big teams. So they've played PS me, PSV, they've played Alkmaar, they've played larger teams towards the top there. And even in their Christmas break, they went and played against tougher teams in there. So th- they were playing against top-level opposition. I just think Sparta Rotterdam will probably beat Cambuur in this game. And at 5-4, 9-7, 15-11, depending on what bookies you get it at, it's quite a big price
1: to do so. 15-11s, so yeah, that's, that's even bigger. bigger. As
2: well, you, yeah. know you can get them at 15 to 11. So, yeah, that's Sparta Rotterdam away at Cambour. Let's see the, the value pick.
1: Yeah, up. and um, even the most ardent football, fan, I think, Gordo, might struggle in a game of is this a cheese or a football team if you put Cambour in front <laughs> of them.
2: If I put Cambour,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cambour are playing Bourson
2: away.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. So, Joey, what have you got value uh. for?
0: Yeah, so for my value shot, I'm back in uh, Turkey. And last week in the value slot, I had a relegation basement battle. Um, this time, I've got a mid-table battle uh, with ninth place Alanya Spor, hosting 10th place Fatih Karagumruk. And if this was in the Netherlands, I would be trying to do a horrible Dutch accent <laughs> impression. But instead, I will just call myself goal member because I like over three and a half goals in this affair between Alanya Spore and Karagumruk, Rook. And Alanya Spore are averaging 3.4 goals per match this season, and Karagumruk Rook are averaging 4.2 goals this match. So I think you can understand where my head's kind of at with this one. I absolutely love both teams to score in over 2.5 at 1.8-ish. And I was trying to find a way to sneak that into the ballot or the charity slot. But I think the best way to bring this match to the show is over three and a half goals. Um, and so Alanya Spor are rightly favorites because they've picked up 18 of 24 points at home, scoring 19 goals and conceding nine goals in 19 matches. So, already based on those totals, their scoring averages, I'm expecting fully expecting Alanya Spore to score two goals themselves. And we could also expect them to concede one. And so, with Cargam Rook conceding, 2.2 goals per game in their away matches and just over two goals in their home matches. Clearly they're not too concerned about defense, um, but I could also see Kargum Rook getting two goals himself um, again this season, uh, this week. And just like I talked about last week, they've been in sensational form, but the key for me here, and this, this specific one is they'll be getting their striker Dianya back uh, and by Dianya, who is their leading scorer. and even with him missing last week, they still scored two goals against one of the stingiest home defenses in the league. Um, but both sides have actually seen over three and a half goals in four straight league matches. And they've seen they're, they've gone over the total of two and a half in 19 of 24 matches for Kagamroook and 15 of 23 for Alania score. But in those 19 and 15 matches respectfully, uh, respectively, um, where it went over two and a half, it went over three and a half in seventy-nine percent of those games for Cargemrook, and eighty-seven percent of those games for Antalya score. So Kargamrook have seen over three point five in fifteen of twenty-four matches, and Antalya or and Alanya score have seen it in thirteen of twenty-three matches. Um, I fully expect both teams to score two goals in this spot, but I think the best way is just to target. Over three, over three and a half and I love getting around five to four for that
2: that is there's a lot of mathematics in there Joey I appreciate it in there I like the I like the bit that they would basically get to two and a half goals like just fuck it just keep going
0: it's like no it's, and that was a lot of my handicapping truthfully because I fully expect this to be at least three goals yeah. and if you feel a little bit uncomfortable with that getting that fourth goal you can get over three goals at 1.85 yeah and I still think that's phenomenal value given that I fully expect a push. But yeah, I think in this spot, we can definitely go with over three and a half and hopefully we get all the goals we can expect.
1: I hope so. Little, some good value in there as well with the better than evens price. So if you fancy the value treble, that's Newcastle at 10 to 11, Sparta Rotterdam at five to four, and then over three and a half goals in the Alanya Sport versus Carragham Rook game, also at five to four, and that price is up at 8.66 to one. So... That is a nice big number for the value treble. On to the outsiders. Let's keep this up, guys. We have been excellent outsiders the last few weeks. Um, Two out of three the last two weeks running and, and so close both times. Seconds away both times from hitting all three out of three. So I am going to stick with the formula that did well for me last week. I am in the English Premier League and I just think Nottingham Forest are being... Undervalued again. Um, they're away at Bournemouth, and I've already mentioned Bournemouth. Pretty terrible uh, run of form from them. Uh, whereas Forrest are pretty actually pretty decent just now. They won in my outsider slot last week. Sticking with them, Bournemouth side are just on such a bad run. They've now lost their last six matches in a row across all competitions. Whereas Forrest come into this off the back of last week's win against Leicester and a penalty kick victory against Wolves in the League Cup before that. So a couple of wins in a row. Bournemouth definitely have the advantage when looking at recent head-to-head matches. And again, it's it's a theme for some of the picks this week, that the head-to-heads maybe don't look too great Four Bournemouth wins in one draw in the last five meetings dating back to 2020. But I suspect that's probably why I'm able to get such a good price on Forrest here. Taking into account recent form and also current performances, for me, Forest should probably be the favourites here, albeit slight favourites. So I'm very happy to take them at seven to four, an outsider underdog price.
2: Nice one. Okay, okay. Well, can we all just say welcome back, Germany? That's where I'm coming just now. So welcome back to the Germans. Um, it's nice to have you with us. Twenty second of twenty second of uh, January. Last game played eleventh of December. So uh, it's a while before. Tons of. Friendlies in there, playing against all sorts of teams. Um, I am targeting Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Bayer Leverkusen. Um, eighth versus 12th, 22 points and 18 points. Um, if you remember, Leverkusen started the season awful, like j- dismal. They were having their worst run ever, but they've picked up some form just now. Borussia Mönchengladbach in there they had a bit of a wobble towards the end right before Christmas. So they they lost games to Union Berlin, Frankfurt uh, and Bochum in there. But they did in their, pre- in their last game before the Christmas break win against Borussia Dortmund 4-2. So I'm looking at this game and thinking both of these teams would be happy, as we talked about earlier on, to just take a point from this. They're coming back, coming in and get some decent, uh, get a result you know, on the board from here. This game heavily favours Leverkusen uh, over the last time, few times this has been played. In fact, the last five meetings home and away have been Leverkusen wins, but that's not the Leverkusen team of this year that really had struggled at the start of the season. And I just think Borussia Mönchengladbach will probably have, you know, they're well rested over the Christmas period. Both teams are about the same kind of uh, standard. Generally, they're pretty close in the table. And I think this game shades towards a draw. I just, I, I can't see either team at the moment from what, I mean, coming back after that Christmas break, I wouldn't look at Leverkusen and go, oh, that's an easy win for them. Um, and I wouldn't look at uh, back and say the same. So I think this might be a one-each draw, but I'm not going to take it as a, a correcto, an exacto win here. Um, but you will get this this game at 5-2, to 14-5, 31-10, depending on where you're going for it. So a bit, bit of variance in the odds there, but... Yeah, that's my outsider in in this week, Andy. You're you're poised to say things about that.
1: No, no, absolutely not. No, not at all. Just uh, well, back in a league that's been shut down for so long. There's always there's always variance in there that you know who's going to turn up, what's going to happen. No recent form to guide it off, but absolutely fine. You're you know, I trust you with picking draws and the outsiders because you always hit them.
2: I I have been pretty successful. So Joey. What you got this week? Where's Heartbreak Hotel for us this week between
1: the oh, three of it's hope, it's yeah. me? Is it, you? Is it Well, well, actually, it's your turn, Gordon, for Heartbreak not Hotel. No, me, no, no. 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 So
0: as we established in the uh, in the beginning, all of that bad juju's been transferred over to me. So I'll uh okay. in in hopes of reverting back to form, um I'm gonna go back to where my heart lies. And yes, it's in Turkey, as you could have all expected, but more so than that. I'm going with another win plus both to score uh, because I, I just love goals. And adana demir they they've been ripe for goals this season. And so given their home form, I, I fully expect them to win, but I don't think it will be without conceding chances. And I like the adana demir Spore win plus both teams to score, and you can get that a little little bit over 2-1. to one. Um, So that one's going to be on Friday at 5 p.m. And Adana sit fourth place in the league, and they're hosting 11th place gerson Spore. And as I kind of alluded to that, I'm I'm going to try not to overthink this one. Adana are going to be getting their absolute star midfield maestro back, Eunice Belhonda, and he he was suspended for the last match. They'll also be getting Kevin Rodriguez back in defense, so that should certainly help a little bit. He's a wing back, so I'm not going to say it's going to help with their clean sheet abilities, um, but it'll help kind of bomb it on the wings. But they've won six of their last eight home matches, and I fully expect them to make it seven of nine. So that's not what we're worried about here. What we're worried about is both teams to score. And Jirson's scores away form, they've only been held scoreless twice in their last nine away, and they've actually seen both teams to score in seven of the last ten overall. But the ultimate key for me here, I'm not worried about Adana scoring goals. They've got Unisbell Honda, they've got Henry Onyakuru, and then they've got Daniel Akbaba. Um, and those three have just been lighting up this league. But their recent form, they've seen both teams to score in six of their last eight overall. And they've only kept two clean sheets in their last 10 home matches. And that's after starting the league or starting the season with four clean sheets in their first five home matches. So in the first five matches at home, they kept four clean sheets and the 10 that have followed, they've only they kept just, two.
2: They just ship goals.
0: It's It's getting to a point where I think they're just so focused on winning and getting up to those champions league spots that they very well could just be leaving themselves too open on the counter. And I think Gerson's poor should have more than enough to get a consolation goal or even Nick this one, one early in the game in an entertaining first half. And then Adana Demirstore just turn it on in the second half and just blow them away. Um, but I love as far as all my outsiders, I could have gone with, this this was the closest one to my heart, and I, I really love a Adana Demirspor win plus both to score. Fantastic,
2: Andy! Hit me with the odds.
1: The odds so and a win for Nottingham Forest, a draw between Munchen Gladbach and Leverkusen, and then Adana Demirspor to do a Jerry Ryan. That's a, a Star Trek reference for you guys. She played seven of nine in the Voyager series. <laughs> uh, so Adana Demirspor to win and both teams to score. Comes out at 30.8 to 1 as a treble. But I will be backing that as a Trixie, thus requiring only 2 out of 3 um, in order to get a return. And hopefully this week we we can run it as close as we've won it the, la- the last two weeks, but just clear that final hurdle and get get all three in the bag. So that's Forrest, a draw between Gladbach and Leverkusen and Adana Demersport and yes for both teams to score in their match at the weekend. They are the main picks from this week's show. On to the large matter of the charity bet. And we need to get one in for 2023. Obviously, you know, it's only our third show, but let's get one in sooner rather than later. A pick from each of us. um, And it obviously can be anything that we choose, any odds we choose. Um, And I'm going to kick us off. Well, I might be ending it because it's Sunday at 2pm. This game will be on TV for those of you in the UK because it's the Scottish Cup weekend weekend. And this is the pick of the ties. It's the Edinburgh Derby. Hibbs versus Hearts, Sunday at 2pm. And this game's usually a closely contested one. Gordon's obviously a big Hibs fan, and he will back me up when I say this. They're usually tight affairs, but they never go the way of Hibs. Um, They've not won this fixture in the last eight occurrences. So while they've all been close games, they've all either ended up a draw or a Hearts victory. So four wins for Hearts and four draws dating back to 2020. Most recently, so only a couple of weeks ago uh, to kick off the 2023 card in Scotland, Hearts won this fixture 3-0, although they were the home team uh, at the beginning of January. I also watched Hibbs versus Dundee United at the weekend there, and Hibbs did not look up to much at the last kick of the game purely because Dundee United are down near the bottom of the league and lacking in confidence and tried to hang on instead of just going in for the kill when they had ample opportunity to. And that's not a problem that Hearts are going to have. Due to it being a cup game, due to it being a derby, and due to the fact that so many of these recent games have been draws i'm not going to take hearts to win in 90 minutes instead cause it's a cup game uh, that will end on the day so there can be extra time and penalties i'm going to take hearts to qualify and they're the underdog to qualify which i think is surprising um and you'll get the underdog odds of 6 to 5 i think is a great bet as i think they should be favorites on that straight up to qualify market um despite the fact the game is at hibs home ground so hearts to qualify in the Edinburgh Derby on Sunday, 10 to 11. Fine.
2: I backed fucking Brighton last week to beat Liverpool. Why not? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take us to, to Charity Town this time then. Uh, this game's on Sunday. It's at 3.15pm, so it is actually after yours, Andy. Um, this is Bracia versus Frozen And I'd like Frozen here to do the business for me at the... Variable odds around of five to four, 15 to eleven, or thirteen to ten. Bookies can't quite make up <laughs> what they want to price this one as. Um, so yeah, let, let's briefly talk about that. Ratio started the season fantastically. Um, you you will remember it to when we when we kicked off originally. I was backing them weekly. Uh, they, they were doing the business. They won six on the spin to start the season. They looked like they'd be pushing themselves back up towards the top of the the table. They've now not won a game in seven. Uh, they keep getting men sent off. They keep drawing games in here. And that's against worse opposition than top of the table, Frozenoni. Generally, the Sierra B is a closely run affair with like three points between it and a lot going on. Frozenoni have run away with this a wee touch. It's 42 points to Regina's 36. They're the only team that consistently wins at the moment. And Brescia, when you look at their the, the form just now, they're the worst form team in the league. They've taken two points in their last five games. Um, Frozenoni just don't concede. They've conceded twelve goals this entire season, so they're 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 a pretty sure uh, at the back, uh, and yeah, you'll get them at up to fifteen to eleven, as short as five to four, depending on which bookmaker you pick. I'll obviously be taking it with three six five because I want that. The they're an early payout league here anyway, so uh, yeah, shop around if you're if you're looking to a larger price. But I like frozen only. So, Joey, what ends the yeah. show this week?
0: <laughs> All right. Um, in what might be the most shocking pick of the weekend, um, I'm not in Turkey. Mm. And, um, so for this final pick in the last leg of the charity pick or charity treble, which not chronologically, but in terms of our order of doing this, I like Brighton to win away at Leicester. You can get that at even money. And this is a proper, proper kickoff time at 3 PM on Saturday. Hey. And we've got seventh place Brighton traveling to 14th place Leicester. And I I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes a cage affair, given Leicester's close proximity to the relegation spots. And this is kind of becoming one of those do or die moments of their season where they really do kind of need to start picking up points. But Brighton's current form cannot be overlooked at this spot. Leicester have lost five straight league matches and have only won twice in their last nine home league matches, with five losses in their last eight home league matches as well. Brighton, Brighton have won three straight away from home, and four straight away league matches, with only three losses in their nine away league matches this season. And with Leicester expected to be missing James Madison, Kiernan Dewsbury Hall, Ryan Bertrand, Johnny Evans, and James Justin to name a few, um, I think Brighton should have more than enough to scrape out a win if this does become scrappy. And the one fun fact that I actually really like for this is Leicester have not actually won against a single team in the top half of the table this season. While Brighton have only lost once to a team in the top half of the the table in their away travels this season. And that's in four meetings. While we talked about their away form with only losing three in their nine, they're clearly still beating up on the smaller teams. But the big difference for me is when that class comes to town, Brighton, Brighton come out on top.
2: I think it's a brilliant pick. It was close. To, I didn't even mention it in the middle section because of, I knew it was your your charity pick. But, yeah, fantastic pick. So, Andy,
1: what have we got odds-wise for that? Where's the spice? What am I getting? Yeah, let's, ra- let's wrap it up. So, hearts to qualify. And I think I said underdog odds of 10 to 11 earlier, which clearly makes no sense. I-, I meant underdog odds of 11 to 10. So, they're better than even money. Hence, why they're the underdogs. So, hearts to qualify at 11 to 10. Frozen only to beat Brescia at five to four and Brighton to beat Leicester at 21 to 20. So all three picks better than even money combines for a charity treble of 8.68 to one. So ninety-eight, 96 pound 80 if it comes in for a charity of our choosing next week. So good work boys. I really like it. I really like all the picks. I think we've done a, another excellent show. So fingers crossed um, that results go our way and we keep rolling um, and continue start starts 2023 we do have a Facebook group come along and join thanks to everyone that listens it's free to join we had loads of folk commenting last weekend um, on the various picks from the show and also giving their own picks so thanks to everyone who involved and do come along and join us uh, everybody's welcome in that Facebook group you can also give something back to the podcast and support us becoming a member of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon for around £6 a month. Just go to patreon.com forward slash trampled bet or download the excellent Patreon app and search for Trampled Bet. You'll get the early release video podcast. So as soon as we're done with this, you get to see the full Zoom call between the three of us. And that includes the middle section um, where we talk about other picks that we like that didn't make the final cut of the, of the podcast. Um, you'll also get all the picks written down in a handy cheat sheet format you can just pull up on your mobile phone so we really appreciate all our patreon members and thanks to all of you who already subscribe. but we'd obviously love more so do come and get involved gordo joy thanks very much for another excellent show and thank you to everyone for listening good luck this weekend happy hunting bye the trampled bet podcast is produced by andy bond gordon McLarnon, and gary black Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk Sports Social
0: Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.